What is he eating? Mm. Uh. These are pretty good, man. Are these uh like seasoned or like uh mm. with like South Carolina tears? Yeah. It's a little bit salty for my taste, mm. but these tears taste so good on these Gamecock chicken wings. I'm really glad you got the lemon pepper wings instead of that South Carolina gold this week. Mm. I'm, I figured that'd be pretty foul. You're totally right. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm. When we'd have Gamecock in the Spurrier days, it was, oh. a, it was a lot more gratifying. Mm, it really was. But I mean... Cause that's a hard, that's a hard bird to catch. Yeah, these are still really good. I mean, winter, winter chicken dinner. That's right. South Carolina was a little disappointing. Yeah. Let's let's try these hots out. This one kind of tastes like Debo Samuel's talking too much crap mm. and not being able to back it up. Mm. Thirty-three yards, mm. ten receptions. That's that's tasty. <laughs> that's real good. That's tasty. What's your taste like, Judo? Mm. Victory. Oh, man. Mm. Savory victory. And that's the best taste of all. This is Off the Leash. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) It's real good. (laughs) Seriously, shout out to City Wings. I do it for the dogs. We the dogs. Hey, Hell yeah. I'm a dog. Woo! Got that W, boy. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Hell yeah. That's a that's a convincing win. Man. If mm. I've ever seen one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Everything I wanted good. to know. This I know yes. now. Yeah. Like all three phases. Right. Um, dude, I mean, and I th- I mean, even me, like we talked about, like I thought they were gonna hang for the first half. Right. Which they did, and then the horses just got to running on <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, wow. it, was a, it was a very close game the first uh, half. I give it to South Carolina. They came out and played hard. They challenged us. But the second half, I don't know if it was halftime adjustments. I think it was a little bit of that and just our depth caught up to them and we just made plays. So I feel like this is the difference, man. It's like this is the difference. And now when we're supposed to, you know, beat a team handily like South Carolina, we do. You know, and sometimes I don't know if it's, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the level of talent. We just have more depth. We're recruiting at a different level. And Mark Rick didn't have us there, but if it weren't for that Mark Rick era that was so great at the time, we wouldn't even be here. So I don't, like, take it against Mark Rick. I just feel like uh, everything can, everything's come full circle, and we're finally winning games that we're supposed to handedly. And I think that we're going to run away with the SEC East this year, man. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself. It's hard not to, though. It's hard not but to. But I'm feeling very good because arguably South Carolina is the best team we play in the SEC Looking East Looking at year. Florida now getting beat by Kentucky. I think, wow. I mean, Missouri still got to show themselves. They haven't played anybody yet. We'll be the Kentucky's first. Kentucky's on the up and up to give them yeah, credit. Yeah, and, and I thought that from the get-go, staff. but They've I think South Carolina. Recruits. Right, yeah. yeah. South Carolina's our toughest game, so. I agree. Man, we came out there. Speaking of. I love some Gamecock for supper, man. This is one of the best things that you can What's ever have. What's your favorite have. flavor? I, my favorite flavor is the kind when they're very disappointed and yeah. they thought they were supposed to win. I agree. I those love the, that. Those are the that's, most tasty. That's probably my favorite flavor. Especially when it's uh, in Columbia. Right. I think those are the best tasting ones, to be honest. So. Yeah. All, we'll, we'll all stages listen. of the game. Well, listen, I mean, going into South Carolina, that, that was never going to be easy. But I think when you start your first defensive possession with a pick six or almost pick six – uh, DeAndre Baker looking at you like that 
that took all the air out of the stadium. And then on top of that, like we almost messed that up. That would have been like a Mark Rick play. Like we get a pick six, drop it at the one, and they recover wow. or something. But Juwan Taylor with the presence of mind. Uh, we lucked out. Owning right his there, keep sure. as a senior, scooping that and scoring. It didn't make any, you know, big headway, but that was that's kind of, you know, the Kirby effect. Like Absolutely. even when we make mistakes, like we have players looking out to correct those mistakes. And I think little things like that is where our, our program is different. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like that South Carolina just was overmatched from top to bottom unfortunately. yeah and you know we can we'll, we'll get to the stats and everything here in a second but uh for those of you who remember the mark rick days i think uh what we're starting to see is now you know we used to have you know three stars or maybe some highly rated four stars and you know a lot of times they played up to that billing sometimes you know you would have a, a todd Gurley or something like that and they exceed expectations now what we're starting to see are five-star monsters coming in from day one wow, yeah. and meeting those expectations and then sometimes, uh, you know, exceeding that. So I feel like that's – I mean, think about how scary that is. We've always had the athletes, mm -hmm. and they were just performing at what they were expected to, sometimes better. Now right. it's, I mean, day in and day out. That's going to be tough for anybody. On the road, at home, I, I don't care. Yeah, and speak of, you know, players coming in, we had Andrew Thomas go down. It was pretty – Pretty, you know, scary injury at first, but it just it's an ankle. He's day to day, and Cade May is coming in strong, coming in clutch, really doing what he needed to do in the game. I know Kirby said he made some mistakes, but it's kind of like you know, musical piece. You know, sometimes the audience doesn't hear it. I don't know what he did wrong, but yeah, he, I didn't notice anything. Uh, so I, I feel very confident, you know, coming into coming into the next week. But South Carolina, man, I feel like. They have a good passing attack. They have a pretty solid defense, but just completely overmatched. We have a committee of receivers, committee of running backs. You saw McCall Hardman come in and have a great game. Great, amazing game. You know, he, he made a lot of big plays, and he's just going to be a continued stable of our offense. And we have other wide receivers, too, that can come in, come in, make plays, come in, bring speed, come in, surprise you, because, you know, you just don't know who's going to get the ball. Even our our third string tight end is was the number one tight end in the nation of his class. So we just have depth, and that's something that only a few people are going to be able to match up against. And if we just continue to play hard, play to a standard, I think we're going to see a lot more games like we did South Carolina. Yeah, um, you know, going back to Miko Hardman, I think uh, what it looks like Kirby and Cheney have decided is like, you know, we're going to use this guy like a Percy Harvin. And uh, you, if you remember those Florida days, that kid was so explosive. Jet sweep, you know, he's taking the top off of defense. I think Demetrius Robinson can play that type of role too. But it was good to see him. You know, he's only been a wide receiver now for, what, cons two consecutive seasons. Right. Like, he came, played quarterback in high school, came here as a DB, switched over for depth reasons. And the kid has just balled out. It took him a little while to get his feet underneath him, but he's come a long way, in my opinion. Well, we, me and you would go back and forth. We send highlight videos to each other occasionally. And right. this is one of these guys that coming in, we knew he had every intangible athletically. He played QB. He had his hands on the football almost every play in some instance. So anytime you got that kind of ball player coming in, that's just a great thing for your program. And he's been able to switch from defense, like you said, to offense, and he's doing as well as you could have hoped. And you talk about another guy like that, a guy I'm high on, Richard LeCount. Came in, had a lot of yes. good plays. He's showing his presence as a dominant safety moving forward. It's exciting. Yeah, the secondary looked good as well. And uh, I know when we went into the game, we did our uh, – uh, we, you know, we picked five things that were going to be keys to the game. So, you know, we just want to take a second and kind of go over those keys and see, you know, what we were good at, you know, what was a 
difference in the game or maybe something that was completely, uh, you know, not relevant at all. So, you know, just uh, number five, you know, we started with penalties. We have four penalties for 47 uh, yards. Now I, I feel like that was a good day because if you remember early on the game, DeAndre Baker had that first pass interference, but to me that was completely uncatchable. I don't even think that was even close. And then not he had another pass interference that was, he was pulling the jersey pretty clear. So yeah. as far as penalties go, uh, we had a great day. Um, now for turnovers, I feel like that was good too. Do you remember, um, Last year, uh, Bentley threw two picks, threw two picks today as well. And then Jake Fromm had that one. You would just comment on how sometimes he makes those throws. It's just like, what are you doing? I don't know if it was a communication with the receiver or what, but that one got away from I him. I think sometimes Jake Fromm, I think he's still learning to be level-headed. I think he's getting into a position where every now and then he just wants to make plays and he's eager. And I like that he's taking chances, but also like the, you know, I like that he's taking chances. Yeah. Now, a uh, big matchup we all looking forward to. This was number three on my keys of the game, that DeAndre Baker, Debo Samuel matchup. How did you feel about that one? Man, I feel like if you're going to talk as much smack, you got to back it up. You better show up. And that's the thing, you know, like our guy didn't talk that much smack. None. Didn't talk that much shit going throughout the week, and then he, he came to play. So, you know, he let his talking stand on the field, and I think that's just how we want to operate. We don't want to get into this battle of antics, and it's For like – you know, it's like Kirby said, you know, they don't preach being chippy. It, it leads to bad plays, bad discipline, penalties. You know, they they teach coming in, playing your best game, being physical for sure. But, you know, sometimes the emotional side of football can get away from you, and that's when you get p people getting hurt, you got mistakes happening that shouldn't all because, you know, your, your players are just in the wrong mindset. And if they're focused on their job, that's a, a good focus, and that's just like – how we want to operate, I feel like. And I feel like that's what that's what we did. Debo Samuels came out and talked a lot of smack. I feel like it's not necessarily a good indicator of your program when you're doing that kind of thing. It brings bad attention to the program. And, you know, we want to be professional. So that's what we're about, and that's what we do. Yeah, like you said, man, let us yeah. – play do the talking on the field now I'm sure a lot of Georgia fans have seen uh, a couple of our uh, you know the university's social media outlets he did have a little something to say after the game he said hey yeah. they didn't know me before they know me now yeah. like him and Richard Lecount, like, they know me now I was like hey only Debo I know is on Friday got yes. hit in the head <laughs> hit in the head with a brick he was like hey they know me now and there's That's no funny. doubt like take nothing away from Debo Samuel that kid is a baller and he still had 10 receptions right but that that's what you call smothering defense dude I I posted a, a little defensive clip uh, to my story the other day, and it was just a little clip of uh, when Jake Bentley and them, right before the J.R. Reed interception, he tries to do this little quarterback draw type play. I mean, seven defenders were on him, not just for a tackle, swarming him, trying to rip the ball out, trying to take him out like that. If you love defense, bro, you're going to love this defense this year. Like, they're, they're not, we're not the biggest up front, but we're deep, we can rotate, and they are fast absolutely I feel like we just have a lot of talent a lot of speed a lot of size it's what it takes yeah in the end of the day that's what it's going to come down to so um and another key that actually came down to the game I thought was going to be kind of the balance of our offense like where we gonna you know just try to pound them lean on them with the big boys or throw it around now um what ended up happening was uh Jake Fromm threw for two touchdowns, and all three of our running backs scored. Uh, Holyfield, Swift, and Heron all scored on a touchdown, uh, and it was uh, about 250 or so off our passing and uh, running or rushing the ball. So it was well-balanced, and again, that just makes it hard. Like, you cannot key on any one of our players. Like, who are you going to stop, and what are you giving up? You yeah. know, it, it makes it hard.
Yeah, I feel like, you know, we talked about before the game how someone like McCall Hardwin, someone like Terry Goblin, someone like Demetrius Robertson, all could be arguably the number one receiver at South Carolina. So I feel like when you have that kind of issue going on at several different levels of playing, it's just going to be tough. You know, if you don't come out and play discipline, South Carolina did not play discipline enough, and they suffered because of it. So. They, they did. Now, they, they stuck with it early on, even though they went down 14-0 early. They responded. I think it was like 17-10 or something and a half. Right. And then, you know, number one key to the game, just because he's been so good at it, was adjustments. Uh, and, you know, he likes to downplay it. You know, sometimes we just go back to running the ball and there's not much of adjustment. But right. if you look at that third quarter, uh, first drive, touchdown. Defense gets back on the field, three and out. Second drive, touchdown. Defense gets back on the field, three and out. Third drive, touchdown. And again, defense, three and out. That's 21 to zero in the third quarter. That is like watching the Golden State Warriors. You, you know how they bury teams in the third? That is what we did. I don't know if that's going to be a part of our identity or whatever, but that depth in that second half, if you, if you get lost in the third, you're done. You know, you know what I mean? You're, you're done. You have no, you, your wheel is broken after that. And I felt like, you know, we actually touched on all the keys of the game. And uh, they, now they'll play bigger roles in other games. But I feel for you, South Carolina. I mean, you saw what we saw. Again, we weren't expecting an ass whooping, I don't think, as far as, like, fans. Like, we know how good that y'all play in Columbia, but – Right, and that this is not this is not Mark Rick teams any, anymore. This, no. That's done. Coming into the game, you know, had a lot of hype, and you know, it, you knew that it was going to be a big game for South Carolina because it had been a while since they had had a equal a top twenty-five matchup <laughs> at home. So it's a big game. I've I've seen firsthand in two thousand twelve how awful it can be at the hands of being uh, being the visiting team in Williams Bryce Stadium, and honestly. You know, immediately getting down fourteen to nothing, that that stadium was quiet. Exactly, and that's just what you want as a you know coming in on the road. So that I feel like that just played a big game in a momentum. I feel like if you're a team like South Carolina, it's going to take a lot of you know belief, and immediately being demoralized that quickly is just not how you want to start the game. So I was I was really proud of our team. So, yeah, you know, moving forward, I, I felt the same way, exactly, exactly how you feel, really proud, and just not to see that let down. No more playing down to the level of our opponents, playing to a standard and leaving it that way. But, you know, I just kind of want to speak for all Georgia fans real quick. I want to give you a little, little pat on the back. Can I get a little pat on the back as well? All right. And then that's that. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, that's it. We, we all know that we South Carolina, they, this was like a Super Bowl for them, as Clemson will be. We're moving on. We're not worried about this. It's, that's right. It's – win the East and get back to the SEC or bust. We'll talk about the playoff when that kind of gets around, but it's, we're focused, and that's a for big sure. one for the first uh, in conference play and the first of many. Absolutely. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, looking forward to next week and uh, catching up with you guys. Make sure you check out the uh, Instagram page that we have, Dogs Off the Leash, and also our, our podcast. We'll have a link on the page to our uh, anchor podcast. Check them out, uh, and we'll be hearing from you guys soon, I'm sure. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Go dogs. Awesome. Signing off. Off the leash. Peace.